0: Good afternoon and welcome to the Liquid Green Health Show with your hosts Fred and Janet Cox right here on Reality Radio 101. To get on board right now, send us an email. Our email address is liquidgreenhealthshow at gmail.com. And now, ladies and gentlemen, right to your hosts of the Liquid Green Health Show, Fred and Janet Cox.
1: Uh, Yeah, good afternoon. (laughs) Exciting, excitement, excitement.
2: It is an exciting day today, actually. March the
1: 19th, and it still feels Mm -hmm. like winter out there. Where is spring? Where is spring? Good afternoon, everyone. We are the Coxes, and we are your hosts for this evening. We are into your space once again. want to thank you for that. So wherever you are, whether it's in Canada, United States, and or anywhere in the world, we want to thank you for allowing us into your private space.
2: Like the Netherlands or Spain? Yeah,
1: right? wherever you are, wherever okay. you are.
2: Or Guyana.
1: Or even, even Jamaica,
2: okay. right? Mm-hmm. Try that. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, Aruba. This is the Liquid Green Health Show, and this and all of our past broadcasts are on Spotify. Okay, we're also on YouTube, so all you have to do, go to those uh, sites and you type in Liquid Green Health Show, hit us up, hit the like, the share, the comment button if you're watching us on YouTube, the subscribe buttons, do all of that, give us a boost, and also send us a line drop us a line rather yes
2: we really Uh, do love to get those
1: emails. we love to get those emails let us know where you're listening from uh it's liquidgreenhealthshow at gmail.com please send us your thoughts and you know give us some tips every sunday at this time we have a lot of fun right
2: well, at least you do.
1: <laughs> I do. I have a lot of fun on the air, folks. So,
2: but I think you have way more fun.
1: Yeah, because we're offering tips. We're doing it in an in an edutainment format. And, and it's designed to stimulate the mind and to help us to, you know, bring us one step closer to living a healthier lifestyle.
2: And I do believe based on that email that we got a couple of weeks ago, where um she expressed the fact that we can take, Serious topics like today's topic, yeah. really serious. But you know, life is short. You gotta have information fun. Information needs to get out there. Yeah. But we don't have to leave depressed.
1: Precisely. Right. right. Okay. So mm-hmm. that's that's the nature of the show to bring information to you uh in a in a format that is not you know mm-hmm. as you said depressing. Put a little punch, a little fun to it. Mm-hmm. Right now this weekend. Big St. Patrick's Day last week. No, it was Friday. Week. Friday, yeah, okay. Saturday, Friday, 17th. Yeah. And I know a lot of Irish, you know, a lot of the Irish, they're still celebrating. They're still enjoying those green ham and eggs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? mm-hmm. So, you know, if you are in that space, folks, happy St. Patrick's Day to you. Enjoy the
2: green drinks. Yeah,
1: right? enjoy the green beer and the, the green burgers or whatever. Enjoy it. Okay. And last week, we also touched on food. We touched on the unhealthy foods that are out there. We touched on a number. We couldn't couldn't go through all of them. There were like a hundred.
2: There's too many. Yeah, Yeah. too many.
1: Um, And we
2: never really touched on the ones that we think are good for us, but really aren't. We yeah. did talk a lot about the processed foods, etc. Yeah, but there are so many of the ones that we figure, oh, this is good, and then you read and say, oh my yeah. gosh. but that's for another. Show. Yeah,
1: but then you know, you know what the harsh reality is? It's very difficult to avoid processed foods. Yeah, very, very difficult because just about everything out there is processed. But again, we can mitigate you know the risk of eating too much of it
2: and, I and hope stay you as healthy enjoyed as your burger that you had this week
1: yes i did oh, and i'm not gonna lie i enjoyed it i haven't had a burger for a long long time so yes, yes i had a burger
2: trying to throw you under the bus no no no, no, no. Working.
1: no it's not working i enjoyed it folks and so, i have no yes, qualms about it
2: Just an email i know it i know it i know it <laughs> somebody's going to send us an email of a juicy burger that they're going to sit down and have with Fred. I, every once in a while,
1: every once in a while.
2: <laughs> or some fried chicken that we got last week. From yeah,
1: every once in a while, folks. Anyway, today uh, we're on a totally different topic. Uh, today we're doing some navigation, All right? We're navigating through the world of home care. And this is a very important topic that we're going to be touching on. Uh, so folks, if you're listening to us and, you know, and I'm imploring to you to go get your friends. Tell them the Liquid Green show is on, uh, Liquid Green Health Show is on, and you know, the more the, more the merrier. And there's no we doubt
2: we have a wonderful, have guest, a wonderful that... guest.
1: Now, there's no doubt that dependable home care services play a crucial role in our society, yeah. right? In supporting the well-being and independence of individuals, regardless of you know their mm-hmm. economic status who require, these individuals require assistance with daily living, right? And these services are offered in private homes, uh, in, in residential settings and communities with a wide range of options that range from things like short-term care, long-term care, and other specialized programs. Yes, right.
2: there's a program for everything, yeah. right? And so this week,
1: yeah.
2: we actually are going to be speaking with a very dear friend of mine, very professional.
1: Um, very dear she, friend of ours. Of, oh, sorry. Okay, <laughs> got to correct you there.
2: Of ours, Yeah. Yes. But I knew her first.
1: Okay. Right. But well, she's going to tell the truth when she comes on.
2: What, that you're both Guyanese?
1: Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, um, <Nati> He <laughs> is the CEO of Passionate Care Home Healthcare Services. And she has been doing this for a while. She's gonna talk to us. Natasha, I'm going to welcome to the Liquid Green Health Show. And I'm gonna tell you right off the bat, we probably won't get to everything we wanna talk about because I don't know what happens to one hour on Sundays, Why it goes so fast. So you have been successfully serving the community for over 15 years. And you're a graduate from the University of Guyana where you did sociology. And you, you earned your PSW in so, Canada here. here in Canada, yes. as well as you have been a nurse, right? Yes, today we want to invite you on to discuss, amongst other things, this. Let me cover up for <laughs> <laughs> to discover Passion to Care. And yes, your handbook that you have written just came out recently. And how can, just before we start, just tell folks, where can they get this book? It's not a long read, because it is a handbook. And I know you designed it to be left in every facility.
3: Yes, I did.
2: Yes,
3: that's the motive.
2: That is the motive. And so my first question to you is, um, actually, we leave where they can get it till later on, because... First, we want to discuss, and then people will decide: Do I want to pick up a copy or not? And I hope by the end of this show, you will have many copies sold. All right. Okay. So, Natasha, you hail from Guyana. Yes. And in the forward of the book, you mention someone. It, you know what? That's I read it and I thought I wrote by you. Made, it's a beautiful forward, and yes. it talks about you and the relationship. But we don't know who that was. Who was that? that wrote the forward
3: so the forward was written by Ingrid Bowlers. she's the registered nurse oh. she was also the she is a registered nurse sorry and she um, works pleasantly with the government yes okay and, and she was my
2: teacher for the PSW great what a small world i didn't realize that we know Wait. ingrid mutually because she is a member of the ebony care seniors cooperative that we have previously discussed on the show. Okay, well, thank you for clearing that up. It was beautifully written. And in your bio, which is where I want to start, it says, as a young child, Natasha endured various battles that many abused and battered women can identify with. It says you were a homeless single mother, a toddler, a baby on on the way, and yet you were able to overcome all those obstacles and really get involved in a successful business. And what I know about you is you are one of the kindest, most caring people that I know. So what is it that inspired you? How did you first get started? When did you know you wanted to get into this field?
3: So I knew when I come to when I would be coming to Canada, I would be getting into the healthcare field. From my sister, she said, "Go do the, the home in Guyana." I had finished the nursing, but I never worked as a nurse. Okay. I just did the certificate. Okay. And then she said, "Go do the the um, what they call it, yeah. the caring for the elderly." Guyanese people call it. Okay. So I went along and I did that, and then. Eventually got through to come to Canada Mm -hmm. and came to Canada. Then I had to take a step back to do the PSW. Right. Doing the PSW and getting my first job in the PSW field, work privately as a living caregiver. Then I start working with different agencies. Didn't like the care that the agencies are giving. Went into the nursing home, worked a few weeks there. Didn't like that care as well because my belief is that when we're in our golden years, or at least uh, when I'm in my golden years, I want good care. i all my life. I want somebody to love me and have time for me and do things that I would enjoy. Right. But... That's not always possible, is it? No, that's not always possible. So working with this one particular gentleman, I can call his name because I already called and find out if it was okay. Mm -hmm. Mr. Johnson, his girlfriend was Doris Ferguson. And she said to me, Natasha, why don't you open your own agency? Sorry, let's relate. Let's rewind a little. That's after I told her that I would be quitting this particular agency that I'm working with. She said, well, I can't afford to lose you. So why don't you go ahead and open your own agency? And I said, Dolly, that's not a bad idea at all. But I don't know anything because I remember I just come to Canada, all of this. But I don't know how to go ahead and go do that. And she walked me through everything. And here I am today. And that was how many years ago? That was since
2: 2007. Wow. Okay. So Natasha, you have your your passion to care. That is yeah. what I got from this book. I mean, I know you, but after we read the book, that's what stands out above all else. And I do believe there is, can you tell us a little bit about the difference? For example, Frederick, you know this, when we're in the Caribbean, yeah. it's different. We care for the elderly differently. Yes. We can talk about the characteristics yes. because that's where we're from. But I'm sure this is the same in some places, the less advanced.
1: Yeah, certain parts, Europe, of, Europe, right? certain parts of Europe will have similarities, yeah. yes.
2: I'm thinking the Greeks, the Italians, probably yeah. Yeah. the extended kind of family home, right? But yeah, I think the
3: culture have a lot to do with it, Janine. The culture. Our culture have a lot to do with the
2: care. So in the Caribbean, what are some of the advantages then if you are to grow old at home in the Caribbean? What are some of the things that we're going to find that are good? The outdoor. Yes. Mm-hmm. The outdoor, the, definitely the outdoor. And the friends dropping by. Yes. Right. Uh, and visiting, the, kids the, food, the food, the fruits. The fruits, <laughs> the
3: food. Yes, the nutrition. Yes. Awesome. The, the homemade wine
2: in the arts. <laughs> <laughs> of course. No, that's on the good side. And actually yeah. our mom went home for quite a while because it was cheaper to get 24 yeah. hours se- 24/7 care as well as, you know, the babies were around her, the friends would drop in, the church people yeah. would come in and pray, all of those things would happen and it was great. But then there were some disadvantages. What do you think would be an advantage to being here in this system? For the elderly. The only thing I see is the
3: health. Yeah, that's the the only thing that I can point out. In Canada, in in for example, in Guyana, you walk into the Georgetown hospital Mm -hmm. or the public hospital, Mm
2: -hmm. and
3: you would have to wait to see a specialist, or you go to the private to see a specialist. In Canada, we, we, we have a An advantage where we walk into Sunnybrook Hospital and we get to see a special within a couple of months. We don't have to take any money out of our pocket to pay to see a specialist. In Guyana, we would have to. If Mm -hmm. once we walk into a private place or we wait forever in the public hospitals.
2: Correct. And um, we we know that uh, a lot of people who would decide, a lot of people in the diaspora, would actually decide to go back home that's one of the drawbacks they like yes. to stay in the more advanced country because of the healthcare system yes the of health if you were to fall and break a hip for example which again happened to my mom right fell broke a hip and the rest is history she actually died from complications however now you you're in in the book very early on i think it's probably page two you mentioned that it's a quote you made from mark anthony and you said the quote is if you do what you love you will never have to work a day in your life what is it that right what is the passion that you have for the elderly i know not everybody has that there are a lot no. of workers in the field, but no. they don't all have it. What makes you so committed?
3: Um uh, I <laughs> ask myself that question lots of time. Mm-hmm. I love I find being around the elderly, and this is the honest truth, it's therapy for me. I love it. I love smelling them. I love holding their hands. I love having conversation, hearing about history. Mm-hmm. All these things inspire me. Hearing okay. their story, hearing what they went through, inspire me that knowing that anything is possible. Because maybe I'm talking to somebody that's 90 years old, and telling me history. Right. Yes, those are the things that I love. I love it. It's unexplain. It's unexplainable how I how I enjoy yeah.
2: being yes. there with them. I know I'm exactly the opposite. I'd rather. I'd much rather be with the little ones, right? And whereas I know another friend, she says, no, I don't want to be around the children. They're too noisy, they're so rambunctious, whatever, too much energy. That's where my passion is, right? So you actually run an agency where you send nurses, RNs, RNAs, PSWs into the homes. What is the difference? Can you explain to us the difference between those acronyms, the RNAs, the PSWs, and their roles?
3: So RNA and RPN, they are the same. Okay. Yeah. The RN is the higher, it's above the RPN and then falls the PSW. Right. The PSW is the RPN and the RN depends on the PSW to give report, and the doctors as well. In some facility, you will see that the doctor would come to the PSW for reports
2: more so than the nurse. But do you more have so nurses, than the nurses? Do you have nurses that actually work full time in most facilities, and doctors or not? Not full time. No. no okay there are some
3: places that doctors are one time a week mm-hmm. they the doctors and nurses visit or they but the rpn yes full-time okay so, Be, because it's more cheaper mm-hmm. of course to hire the, P, the rpn because the the rn is close mm-hmm. to the doctor
2: right and which brings but, us to one of the big problems in this whole dialogue Because the people who do what we look at doing the bulk of the work, which is the PSWs, they're on the lowest rung. And there are so many disadvantages for them that there's actually a shortage of PSWs in the system right now, right? I know there's a shortage of nurses. There's also a shortage of PSWs. Now, what do you think is, why do you think somebody who gets into the why would somebody who is a PSW go mm-hmm. into this space? They know what they're going into and they really hate it. Some people like yourself love the jobs, some people are just doing it because they need they need yeah. to a living. But yeah. how does that impact on the people who the residents, the people that they're going to serve? Like give that's us an example a, of somebody that, that's a good question,
3: who, Janet, and I'll honestly answer that question. And I mention it in my book as well. Yeah. If you're getting into this job here, this particular field, the PSW, and it's for the money, don't do it.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: The, you'll, you'll be burnt out like yesterday. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Do it Do it for the passion. Do it for the love. If you don't love it, don't do it. It's because like- if, if I'm here to take care of your mom, and uh, you expect me to do my best for your mom. I'm replacing your mom. Mm-hmm. I'm replacing you, sorry, because yeah. you are not here. So mm-hmm. I'm repla- I'm your eyes. Mm-hmm. And then your mom is doing anything she wants to do, opening the door, next door neighbor has to call and coming in on the door and said, Natasha, Miss um, M- Charlie is up the street. What was Natasha doing on the phone? The PSWs now, they they spend most of their time on the phone. And as an owner of an agency, it gets me really angry. I don't know why is it that PSW find it that they're being paid for an 8- or 12-hour job, and the 12- or the 8-hour, they take it and spend it on the phone, neglecting the person that they're being paid to take care of.
1: I'm glad glad you brought that up, because... um... As you and, and I think in the book you, you did mention mm-hmm. uh something about love, right? Mm-hmm. Make sure that what you're doing, you're doing, and, and I'm paraphrasing, yeah. make sure what you're doing, you're doing it with love. Mm-hmm. But again, <clears throat> this is a field that a lot of people with different personalities get into. Um, and they're not trained properly to deal with this yes. psychological stress. Yes. Yes. Uh, statistics show that, you know, um, one in three uh, of, of the caregivers, they have a, lot, a high level of stress and because those, they have a lot of things. There, there are a number of factors. The salaries are not uh, mm-hmm. compensatory. Right. They, they have personal issues, mm-hmm. okay? Everything from right. relationship to bills, long hours. Mm-hmm. So you find that when these people get into these uh, situations, they bring these baggages with them, right? And then you have some people that you're caring for. They're not easy to deal with that's because right. of the state that they're in.
2: Exactly. Like, like Natasha, right? I'm going to ask you to tell us about the dementia patients, because that's, that's an area where now we're finding as we age more and more the statistics I don't have any statistics here today. Yeah. but the the onset of even early dementia and Alzheimer's yeah. is like crazy. Well, and I a saw, lot of these folks aren't trained. So sorry. Go ahead yeah, ahead I I, I saw
1: a research and I, I, I didn't pull it down, but it said something like I don't I don't remember when that research was done, mm-hmm. but something like sixty one percent of Canadians mm-hmm. will, you know, be in that state of dementia mm-hmm. at some point in time life so that's a very very high number
2: you better deal with you better drink your ginkgo yeah so (laughs) so so if we don't
1: have if we don't have people that are properly trained yeah and I'm not just talking about training how to how to lift a person or or how to move a patient they must have some kind of psychological training.
2: That's what I want to ask Natasha what kind of training I know nurses go to the college of nurses. I know if you're setting up a business there is the Act, the Long Term Care Act. What, yeah. What is the What is it for the, the um, PSWs who do the bulk of the work? What kind of training do they go through? Just the PSW,
3: um, just the PSW training. But we have special training. Whereas this one, Dacia, that works with us, mm-hmm. she would teach them how to deal with it, counseling. Okay. What do you mean but, like- but, mm-hmm. So for example, okay you're working I'm working with a particular patient that has dementia right now and she would ask me the same question over me. and over and over again. It's not my place to get angry or, or my place to say I just told you that you know today's Wednesday and then three minutes after she asked me the same question, what day is today? Today is Wednesday. I just told you, why can't you remember? And the same thing over. I didn't eat anything. Yes, mom, we had something to eat. I didn't eat anything today. I can't remember. We had something to eat. You had lunch just three minutes ago. It's your place nope. now. It's not to talk in a, in a rough way, right. but to guide her. Mm-hmm. and And it's good to look into their eyes just had something to eat mom you enjoy that lunch mm-hmm. Listen, in, 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 a, in a calm way because it will get you it would get you agitated
2: yes
1: but you know, also that that is good that is good for a well-trained person statistics also show that 96 percent of in, of individuals receiving long-term care have un, unpaid or un, untrained
2: And those Uh,
1: uh, the family members.
2: Yes, the family members. Right. Who
1: this this condition is suddenly thrust upon them. Yes. They can't handle it. They Mm -hmm. have a job to deal with. They have kids of their own.
2: Or they quit the job to stay home, and then the money is less. Right. So all of those. So those
1: are factors. But
2: Natasha, I'm going to make it personal now because our dear Aunt Newton. Yes. We talked to a few people. She's 93. She just turned 93 and she is in the beginning stages of Alzheimer's. Yes. Your agency is the one we hire. Even though we have people and time, like lots of nieces and nephews, that could really be there. But she, I, I find, this is what, this is the question I have. I look at you and the person there with her and the way in which they deal, there's so much patience which I don't have as a relative. Do you think it's wise for relatives to be in this situation if they really don't have the training?
3: I wouldn't say it's not wise, but lots of times relatives live in the denial stage, always in denial. They always think she knows exactly what she's doing. She's just <laughs> pretending. Yeah. Yes. So right. so that's that's how I would... I wouldn't think it's wise because family is the last one to come to that realization to know, Oh, you know, my aunt is coming into dementia.
2: Th- they'll never accept it. It's not just that though. It's, accepting. it's the whole fact that we know she has dementia, but then there are, I don't know the personality. There's just so many things that there's just not the patience. Yeah. Yes. I cannot do that. I cannot listen to somebody say 24 times in 3 minutes. What, you know. Well, you're not trained. Well, that's yeah, what I'm
3: you're saying. not trained Janet.
1: You don't even listen to me. You don't even listen yes.
3: to me. Even me, I have to say Janet, can you listen to me for 1 minute please?
1: Yeah. She <laughs> yeah.
3: So, so I'll understand.
2: That. I So I really take my hat off to folks in this uh, in this field, right? Because and
3: Janet, not really cutting right. you also, mm-hmm. it has a lot to do with the hours of work that the PSW is doing. Right, when you put them, when yes, when you put if I take a PSW and put them in a 12-hour shift shift mm-hmm. with a dementia patient yes. for let's say five days, they're definitely gonna be burnt out.
2: Yeah. You you
3: can't put a a 12-hour one person for 12 hours in a dementia patient.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, another area of much concern is uh, like there's choices. So now you send folks into the home. That's the bulk yeah. of But we know that some people like we had another aunt. She just got to the point where we couldn't lift her. She had to go into a facility. Right. And uh, what are some of the drawbacks that we have? Because there is uh, it thinks how how do you this is the bulk of your book. How do we choose these facilities what should we look for what are the okay. thoughts stuff-
1: okay before Wait, you so. answer the question before you answer hold yeah. your thoughts before yeah. okay. you answer let me get to some email oh yeah
2: And tell uh, folks
1: right. yeah mm-hmm. and uh for those of you folks um folks for those of you that are joining us for the first time mm-hmm. or you have joined us late uh this is the liquid green health show we are the Coxes, and our guest today is ina lee and uh um, Natasha Lee, we know her as mm-hmm. Natasha, All
2: right? right? Yeah. She's the
1: CEO of uh, what's the name of her business, Janet?
2: Passion, passionate care,
1: passionate services. care services. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we are discussing.
2: We're discussing the conundrum mm-hmm. in the home in the home healthcare system. I mean, our experience, Caribbean, Ontario, but this is evident across. I would say most of the yeah. Right. We're gonna talk about Sweden when we come back as well. I know they are doing things differently. And
1: you're hearing it all mm-hmm. on the Liquid Green Health Show on Reality Radio 101. Mm-hmm. So let me just get to uh, a few email. Mm-hmm. Fred, the first day of spring is tomorrow. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's good. That's good, <laughs> but it doesn't feel like it, right? And, are they going to be are they going to let you out of the home? Ha ha ha. Yeah, he's
2: you're right. He's <laughs>
1: Okay, okay, Jake. All right, I remember that. Here's one from Mike and uh, Hello Coxes. We mm-hmm. belated St. Patty's Day to you. Yeah. Hail to Liquid Green. And that was yes. written in green. Thank you very much for that one.
2: It's an Irish company. Right? Yeah,
1: here's one from Monique. Mm-hmm. uh Hi, Fred and Janet. A question for your guest. I see ads all over Canada that PSWs are in a high demand and the job growth for this profession is booming. Is this true? And thank you.
2: So let's answer that question yes. right now before we go to the others.
1: Okay, so there's a question here for you, uh, Natasha. Um, it says, I see ads all over Canada that PSWs are in demand, high, high demand, and the job growth for this profession is booming, and the the, the, the writer is wants to know if it's true. Sir? Yes, it's
3: true. Uh-huh. It is true, yes. Because you- I was talking to a nurse just today from the one of the government facility and they're looking psws right now
2: they're actually trying to get psws from other countries the same as nurses right they're trying to hire and to train and this all came about so much because of covid Mm -hmm. that's what we're gonna get into do you have another email now
1: yeah let me let me read another email before we get to to that um (laughs) okay uh this one is from tim and tim says thank you coxes for hearing for having Fred's PSW on the air with you today. <laughs> he is awesome. He, okay. People are just so, picking on me today, man.
2: No, that's a compliment. No, no,
1: that, that's what I'm saying. They're picking on friend. me. It's good. That's yeah, good.
2: I mean, yeah. no. You really need a PS. Oh, I know. She's not a PS. Okay, great. I won't get to, I won't dissect it. And I told you. Somebody. What did I tell you? that somebody is going to send a picture of a giant hamburger. That yes. is, is.
1: Thank you very much for afraid. that one, Greg. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> he
2: knows it's not for me, it's for you, right? Okay. All right, so oh, let's get
1: back to the questions.
2: I forgot, where did I leave off? You interrupt <laughs> About the PSW on demand.
1: Yeah, the the, the question was uh <laughs> no that was the demand
2: that was there, but before yeah. that I was asking about oh
1: gosh. Okay, let, let me ask, why is there such a shortage? Is it because of uh the long hours? Is it because of the pace the pay scale is not enough? Uh is this something that is right across Ontario or it's outside of Ontario? Just it's a, a shortage of healthcare, qualified healthcare workers. Why is that so?
3: My opinion is that the pay is not enough. Okay. Because if, if, um, if I have four children and I'm working four hours a week, it can't take four children, a single mom for the month, paying rent, gas, mm-hmm. care insurance, and food, clothing, and the list goes
2: on.
1: There's a high cost of living. Yes, high cost of living that has that, put a strain on yeah. people wanting to go into that profession.
2: As a matter of fact, what the experts say, you can go to Amazon and get a job and actually earn more than you could as a PSW.
1: You're kidding, All right.
2: That's yeah. so? especially in Isn't the state. I don't know about Amazon here, but in the States. yeah, yes, you, you can yeah. do it without that. Without well, how Without the stress. Without the stress, but Amazon is not exactly easy work either, right? Yeah. My question before the break was which you talk a lot about in your book, what should we be looking for when we're choosing a facility? What are the main do things?
3: Do a lot of research, Janet. Okay. Do, I would advise family to do a lot of research. Research on the home. Know how, for a PSW to be in a home, how many patients does that one PSW has to take care of? Right. I would say let the maximum be eight, seven, eight, nothing more than that. My first nursing home that I was working for,
0: mm-hmm.
3: I was taking care of 11, okay. 11 of them. At 7 a.m., I had to get, get them ready to get in the dining room at eight. That was impossible. I was getting bored out already. Yeah. And the feed, feeding, and they
2: want me to feed really fast. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And what I hear that is during the day, I hear it gets worse at nights or on the eve in the evenings, or if it's a long holiday where staff are off, that it actually the ratio actually gets worse than that.
3: Oh yes, that is true, because they don't bring in as much PSW in the evening that works in the day. The day shift have more PSW than the evening shift.
2: Okay.
1: And is, again, is that because they would have to pay more for evening shift than day shift? Is that it?
3: No, that's just cutting costs. Because if in the day I'm bringing four PSW, in the evening I'm only bringing two. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh.
2: And of course, people go to bed, so they figure at night. Yeah,
3: they figure you're not mm-hmm. doing anything. That's why lots of people are getting bed sore. Because mm-hmm. nobody's changing them in the night
2: and repositioning who has to be repositioned two to three hours. Wow. And now one of the so it, it comes down, it seems, to the bottom line that for so many of these facilities, it's the money. But yes. if they don't have enough money, then I hear that it it might come to the point. I don't know if it's already happened, but I know in Jamaica, when we were there in the hospital, we had to bring our own water. We had to bring our own bottled water. So they say, bring the water so Miss Bennett can take her medication. Yep. All right. That's after she had a fall. And so here I hear there's gonna there's a shortage in some of the homes for diapers. So you might have residents being changed twice for a day because they don't wanna it, the cost the of the diapers. Yeah. Do you see stuff like this? Is that oh yes i do i do in some of the home
3: the private homes you would find that okay they would tell you to bring your own diaper
2: because they're
3: only given one or two wow yeah
1: not bad so
2: so you and i at some point earlier i know a couple weeks ago we were talking about the agencies and how they actually charge can you share with us some of the stories out there about uh, what agencies do and how much they actually charge a facility, and how much they actually end up paying a PSW? What are some of the costs involved with this?
3: So, PSW are paid through agency $35, mm-hmm. and some agencies can afford to pay that because they're charging the facility $65, $70 for a PSW. Mm-hmm. So, to get that contract to for that particular facility, mm-hmm. you have to pay for the contract as an agency. Okay. So even if I'm a worker there and I'm complaining about this agency that's coming in and they're not doing what they're supposed to do, my word doesn't have anything because that agency has already been paid to be in there. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. okay. I, I, I wanna get back. Okay, just, go ahead.
2: Just before you get back, Um on the whole thing about complaining good point you bring up because there's two levels of complaints there's a complaint of the worker and there's a complaint of say the caregiver who has a resident who has a mom or dad or uncle aunt in the facility what is set up for people to make complaints when they see things they don't like can anything be done is there there like a, a process to complain
3: the director of care is there that you can always complain to. Mm-hmm. In the in the government facility, you can go to the higher level.
2: And what about? I know in Ontario they use the ombudsman. Yeah. That somebody can mm-hmm. complain to. Yeah. Yes. Do you do you really find that when a complaint is made, it's addressed? Oh yes, 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 yes,
3: yes. They handle it right away.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. And and that kind of answer one of the two questions that I had because I okay. was going to ask about mm-hmm. you know um, violence and stuff that takes place in the, in the resident, How is it dealt with? But um, yeah. the, especially I, I,
3: And I can give you an example to answer that question. Years ago, I was working with, for a particular person. She's mentioned in one of my testimonials as well. I went into work seven a.m. and privately. And I said, she was in the dining room, but it was too early because breakfast doesn't serve until eight. Mm -hmm. So I said, mom, do you want to use the washroom? Let's go to the washroom. Mm -hmm. When we got to the washroom and I said, okay, mom, stand up. She couldn't have stand. She said, oh, there's pain. I can't, she couldn't have lift her arm. Mm -hmm. She said, it's paining. I said, what's wrong, mom? And I did like this to her clothes and her arm were marked with black and blue. Oh wow! So yeah. I called her, the nurse that was in charge, and I said, "Can you come and look at this? Because I don't want to be blamed." Remember, I just came, mm-hmm. and we had to call the family. And as soon as we called the family, they sent to the emergency, and her arm was broken, shoulders wow. was wow. broken. So, so we don't know years. how long that happened. If it was a day before, yeah, or two days.
2: Week
1: and the yeah, it could have been a week, you know, and then the oh, pain it could
3: have been a week. Be
1: right really increase yeah.
3: Do, do, do but, fac- but
2: the family did take it forward, and it it was well dealt with. Okay. Okay. Do, do facilities have a place that if there's a problem, they can take a person away and put them like a violent? Uh, yes,
3: there is a person. floor for the Yes, yes. There, the yeah.
2: aggressive ones. Yes.
1: Okay. There I is
2: floor was, for that.
1: I wanted to ask about the 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 three different types of care. They have the long term, the adult care, and the home based care. Mm -hmm. What are the who determines? You know,
2: yeah, where the
1: where the the patient is placed.
2: Okay, I see. Who makes
1: that determination?
2: Okay, so Natasha, I think what Frederick is saying is, uh, if there is um, a decision, my my aunt, my uncle, whoever, they know they need care. They go to the hospital because of whatever. Mm -hmm. COVID, whatever. And then a decision is made. Is a decision made by the caregiver, the power of attorney, the doctor? the Who who is the, is there one person or is it a team of people? How does that work?
3: So initially the family is the one that always um, decide that, you know what? my aunt really need extra help. Mm-hmm. And let's say the family cannot um, afford it. So the family is, is um, this telling the, the family doctor, the family doctor can take that and refer it to the right social worker. Mm-hmm. And the social worker is gonna, they call it a worker, is gonna come in and do an assessment and send the assessment back to the family doctor. And then they'll take it from there. Another way it can go is that the family can decide, I'm going to keep my aunt in the home. And they can hire a PSW to come in.
1: Okay. Okay. And the
3: family can decide, I don't want my, my family, I can't stay in the home anymore. It's too expensive. And then they can start looking into a facility. Okay. And once they can't live alone, that means they can't go into a
2: retirement home. They'll have to go into a long-term care. Yeah. Wow. And, Frederick, you also mentioned the adult daycare. Mm -hmm. That's a space that's for folks. My mom here in Canada, she did. And she loved it. Yes. Awesome people. So it's daycare for adults.
1: Yeah.
2: And there's lots of activity there. It's good for them. Up. But my mom was actually told she needed to find somewhere else because, in our Jamaican vernacular, she said to one of the <laughs> one of the teachers, "I'm going lick you," <laughs> and they didn't. They thought she was being aggressive. My mother is one of the most. She's one of the gentlest yeah. people in the world. Yeah, in Jamaica, we laugh and say, "I'll so thump you." Right, Yes. it doesn't it's really dialogue. Yes. Up there, it's like a no, it's
3: a different culture. It's a no,
1: no
2: a culture, yes.
1: No, no, it's
2: like a no exceptions, yeah. And we had to move her from there zero tolerance. That's the word I'm looking for yep. zero tolerance. Yep. We have to move her from there. Yep. Now, do you think cameras do they allow cameras into the nursing homes on the main floor, not in rooms, not in rooms? No, but that's where most of the damage happens, most of the yeah. abuse, most happens. of the abuse, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, now elder abuse besides physical or emotional. What else do we see as some of the elder abuse issues? Besides physical and emotional mm. or what, what do you what what do you consider the most troubling abuse for elderly people? Neglect. Okay. Yeah.
3: Neglect. Yeah. And that so would you're, be for that's a big one, yes. Not yeah.
1: feeding them on time.
3: Not feeding them on you're time.
1: You're not changing the patient. Yes.
3: Yes. Yes, okay. yes. Yeah.
1: And this happens a lot in these
3: uh, Oh, that, I would say that's the number one, neglect. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah especially, especially when they're at that stage where they can't complain yes. to say, you know, and you actually, so somebody with dementia, you would kind of doubt and say, she yes. did eat, I did change her. She's lying, but it's true okay. because it's sometimes the right thing kick in and they know exactly what's going on.
2: Yeah, okay. I know yeah. after COVID, the Ontario government here, and I think this happened all over the world because what happened with COVID, most of the people who died, apart from people with pre Yes. yes. were It's people.
3: loneliness, yes. And, it
2: was the and that
3: was neglect, right?
2: Yeah. Now, Loneliness, that's a big area, isn't it? Yes. And I was looking at University of uh, YouTube. (laughs) Mm -hmm. There was something about another in Sweden. And uh, they were comparing two families who elderly people who had been married for 50 years, one couple and another couple 62 years. So, Fred, you're getting there, eh? (laughs) right? Yeah, I, I so you're you're, you're said you soon have here. to call me.
1: No comments.
2: You soon have to call me in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I'll be calling you in for him, okay? Yes. On the beach in Jamaica, I said, Natasha, oh, look at <laughs> you. Come and take care of him. Yeah. But the, the issue was uh, when people have been together, couples, for so long, and they get separated, and we saw this a lot, the, the loneliness, the devastation, the unhappiness. I think yes. this is the death. Where, what was your experience with the facilities during COVID? Can you just share some of what happened? Oh, Janet, that's the hardest one for me to share. Yeah. So, one of my
3: clients called me and said, Natasha, mom, have COVID.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: This is during COVID time. Mm-hmm. And they believe she's not going to last too long. Because remember, they had given them an, an amount of days to last. Mm-hmm. She said we're going to the house. we're going to the nursing home tomorrow morning. You want to come? I said, yes, I'll come. So I, we it so happened that she was so lucky she was on the first floor. So we were there outside, <clears throat> and the nurses brought her to the window and put the phone on speaker so she could have what we were saying outside. Mm-hmm. It was the saddest moment. Yes, yeah, so- and, and all we saw her at the window and we could have waved at her. Yeah. We could have seen was seeing us. Yes. And the next
2: morning she passed. Oh, really? No. Awesome.
1: I think that 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 yeah. was one of the most inhumane uh yes. actions that the government did. Yes. To, you know, regardless of the situation, they should have mm-hmm. allowed people to at least have that final moment Together. They could have made a, they could have made arrangements.
2: Yeah. No they
1: could, it, it. It was very inhumane.
2: Stuff that is yeah. Yeah. It, It's it doesn't go away.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. the final moments, and yeah. you're you're watching your your family. It's 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 terrible. Yeah. I have a question.
2: Just what what they did in Sweden was they're building special facilities to accommodate couples. So if one person has a stroke and the other person is can attend to them but not strong enough to stay in their own home, they can now opt into one of these agencies or into one of these homes mm-hmm. designed for two people, two single beds, a little kitchen, etc. Uh-huh. and they can still have a good quality of life. And so the lady in Toronto was saying, in Canada was saying, she was in BC, why can't we do that here? But of course we don't have time to answer that. But yeah. these are some, I was going to ask you your some of your solutions before we end, but Fred, yeah, but,
1: you want yeah to, a, a, few more a listener just wrote in and, and asked a question that I was going to ask. Yeah, is home care better than nursing home care?
3: One hundred percent. So why? One hundred percent. One-on-one home care is better than 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 than, home, than long-term care. One hundred percent. Once you can afford it, mm-hmm. keep them in the nurse, but also you can work the system. Mm-hmm. you can do a PSW and have them go into the facility as well. Oh, ah, okay. You, you can hire a PSW, call an agency and send a P because if you can't be there, you need somebody to advocate for you in a, in a long-term care facility. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you can hire a PSW to go in, to take care of your loved one. Let's say four hours in the morning, four hours in the evening. Yes, okay. that's a way that you can work it as well.
2: And you Whereas, can also get wheel trans, like you can get transportation for pickup for medical appointments. Yes. You can get meals on wheels. There's quite a few.
1: So lots of services options.
2: Available.
3: Lots of options that you can, option. you can work out. If you do decide and put them in a the facility, you can work That's You can do your own scheduling. Meaning today's Wednesday and I want to take my mom to the mall because you don't want to cut her life short. Not because she's in a facility. Take her to the mall. Okay, my PSW is going to be there for four hours. Sign her out for the four hours.
0: Fred and Janet, oh, your mic is on mute.
2: Yes, it's something is on mute. Oh,
1: oh sorry. Okay. Yes.
2: I In the future, Natasha, I know Can you me? are looking to get into the nursing home. In the smaller facility, like a home, I know you have already have a couple of homes that you're just waiting yes. to go through the how to set them up. The right procedure, yes. In terms of setting up these homes, yes. And I know this is going to be wonderful because, as the as the question was asked, I believe that the smaller home, fewer people. Let's say you have ten beds as opposed to two hundred. Yes,
3: here
2: is going to be different. Yeah. If this is a house. We can use what they call the Eden effect. Or the, the classroom.
1: The classroom if, yeah, effect. the classroom effect where you have less students and uh, so more attention could be paid to individuals. Yes,
2: yes, yes. The yes. Can look like a home, they can have a garden, they yeah. can do little crafts, and you know what I mean? Yeah. So I believe that's something I can see you going there, and that's yeah. where I put Fred when he gets to that point. Yes, and
1: care. Here. Here's another email. Here's yes, one from Jody. And Jody says Coxes this lady your guest is amazing she has brought tears to my eyes mm-hmm. finally a health related business owner who cares right we mm-hmm. all have heard so many horror stories about nursing homes and PSWs that just do not care and are yeah. abusive to their patients thank you it's thank cool. you thank you your guest is an angel
2: Okay. Thank and you now, very much now, for that. Sasha, that was wonderful. Could oh, you Jody, ask, thank you. If somebody wanted to use your, they've heard you today, they have seen you and they believe you because we know that what you're saying is gospel is true. You're not just saying this. You wrote the book. You wrote the book. You have yes. given the advice. How do people hire your agency? What do they need to do?
3: All they need to do is call me at 416 835 7399. Or they can go on the um, the website and just send a message, and then I'll reply to them right away, or someone will reply to them. And the, web- the website really? is passionate, P A S S I O N A T E F O R C A R E dot com. It's passionate for
1: care. Yeah. And the phone yes. number is 416-835-7399. And we also have another Just question, another request a, and from your Tommy. Email,
2: your email is passion for number number4care, is it? Passionate, Nate, eighteen? N-A-T
1: Passionate eight and the
2: number4care four four care.
1: Care. at gmail.com. At gmail. Yes. Once again, that's passionate and the number four care mm-hmm. at gmail.com. We have a, an email from Tommy mm-hmm. and he says, hello, Coxes, I may have missed the information, but where can I purchase Miss Lee's book? Thank you. Okay. Is it available on Amazon?
3: Yes, it's on Amazon.
1: Okay, so it's on, on Amazon, Tommy. You just go to Amazon and you type in passionate,
2: passionate.
3: Okay.
1: care and it will pop up. Okay, passionate to care. Uh, available on Amazon and the author is Natasha Lee
2: and honestly when you read it you can I went through it pretty quickly and I love the fact that you gave so many personal stories you even offer oh my goodness Mm -hmm. Frederick you know we read through some of these you even offer inspirational quotes and affirmations that the caregiver can sit quietly and say these just to wow. calm, calm them
1: down. Yeah. Right?
2: Yeah. Rooted and grounded in purpose. I am doing all that I can. Here's another yeah. I will only compare myself to myself. And another one which I love I am enough. Wonderful. That's it. And there's a whole list of these. Yeah. So, you know, very, very, there she is.
1: <laughs> Let me get to, yeah. to another email. Here's one. And, and Hank Hank says PSWs, nurses, and these types of healthcare workers are overworked and underpaid. I mm-hmm. mean yes. if I were a politician, I would make a law for the minimum that you can pay these wonderful people, and it would be more than they are making now. Mm-hmm. Janet is so right. It's all about the money. Instead yes. of money making several millions of dollars a year, they should take they should make less and pay their workers more and get the proper supplies to help these people. It's all about greed. It makes yeah. me so mad. Yeah. Thank you very much for that. Uh, Hank, and, uh, one and from- I, I want
2: to ask Natasha, do you want to respond to that, to
3: Hank? No, I agree with Hank. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree because that's exactly
2: how I feel. Mm-hmm. But I- there, does, is it impossible? Like, Because so many are in that position. Is it really... Is it really that they can't? Do they have to charge that much in order to offer the quality of the care?
1: It's not about no. the care; it's the money.
2: It's the money, Janet.
1: That's what comes down to. Us. It has yes,
3: to do it's the money. The Listen, just the other day on the news, I it's going to end the show, mm-hmm. but just the other day on the news, they're saying agencies are charged overcharging. So. Mm-hmm. If a nurse in home are paying their personal support worker, just giving an example, $20 an hour, why can that particular nurse in home pay their their PSW $30? They right. prefer to pay the agencies yeah. maybe, who says maybe $8 to $90 an hour. Why? Yeah. What's the reason Why?
2: Is that, does that have, again, I'm asking, does that have anything to do with the way in which the Nursing Home Care Act? Is there any kind of stipulation that that has to happen? So change the act. Change the
3: act where, whereas you can pay the PSWs and they're willing to work for your facility. Yes. Because- Sorry, go ahead. PSW have three, four jobs, why? Why, yes. did, why is it that, and the government should put a cap that after so much thousand, that's when a PSW is going to pay taxes
2: because most of their money is gone in taxes. And guess what? We have like just a few minutes left and you have one more email before we do. Yeah, What you just said, Natasha, is, is so important. And you know what happened during COVID with the spread of the disease? Because PSWs that have two and three jobs were- one facility to, to the next, to the next, and they were responsible for spreading a lot of the infection. Yes, yes, oh, yes. Our, What's our final? So again, email. it comes
1: down to it's it's the money. That's mm-hmm. what it comes down to, yeah. Lisa. And Lisa says, "Blessings to Miss Lee."
2: And this is in bold, big bold, writing,
1: right? Blessings to Miss Lee. Thank you, Lisa. Make sure that we can see and read it properly. She's telling the truth. This program should go viral. The truth. Thank, thank you. you. And, and thank and you so for that one, Lisa. We're
2: going to ask Lisa before she go to everybody listening. Yeah. If you could go on YouTube right now, as soon as we're done.
1: And share these, this.
2: And share this. Subscribe. List. It's the Liquid Green Health Show. Yeah. It's on YouTube. And ask people to listen and to subscribe. Yeah. All right? Yeah. And with that, Natasha... Your, phone, your website uh, website again was uh, passion passionate for, for care. Care. Yes. com and uh, the, the phone, phone number. number was
1: 4- 835-7399. and what's the email Natasha could you give that out
2: passionate, passionate
3: the number four care at gmail.com and so that's passionate
1: the, the number four care at gmail.com. And here's yeah. the thing
2: that's available. It's
1: available on Amazon, folks. Just go to Amazon okay. and type in passionate for care. And it's going to come up. See, Natasha,
2: right. you were fantastic. Not I even an ounce of nerves. Yes. We have to go back. Anyway, yeah. Frederick, how are we going to wrap this up? This
1: has been a wonderful, wonderful show. Um, as a matter of fact, we've covered, we didn't get a chance to cover everything, never, time never. doesn't give us that that leeway. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so with that, folks, we want to thank our guest, Natasha Lee, for, you know, visiting us this evening and for sharing her expertise and experience with us. And with that, we would like to say, as usual, to end the show, that good health is central to human happiness and well-being it contributes significantly to prosperity and wealth and even economic progress as healthy individuals we can be more productive and may even live a little bit longer so until next sunday same time same station this is janet and fred cox saying
2: let's let's stay stay healthy healthy on
1: reality radio 101. 101.
0: Thank you for listening to the Liquid Green Health Show with your hosts, Fred and Janet Cox, right here on Reality Radio 101.